Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I hope you're enjoying this series on the revelation of the new creation. And somebody say, that's me. Like, say it like you mean it. That's me. I am the new creation that you have been upgraded. Ladies and gentlemen, there are two races that live on the earth right now. That's the human race and the royal race. And if you've accepted what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago by his blood and body sacrifice of the spotless lamb that God sent into this world, Jesus Christ, then you have become royalty and you become part of the royal race and you have become this new species of being that has never been before. Your lineage is through the Lord Jesus Christ. You have become become either the many brethren or the many cistern of the firstborn, and Jesus was the firstborn of this new creation. But you are now a co-heir with the creator of the universe. The, the veil has been rent in two of the holy of holies, separating God from man. The separation has now been done away with. There is a gap filler between God and man, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you have become this new creation. Now you got to learn about this. You got to stop looking to the past life self image information. You have loads and loads of information of what you used to be and how you used to act. That is changing from the inside out as you are being uploaded with the mercies and the power and the love of Christ. It's an inside job changing your mind, your will, and your emotions because your spirit is absolutely born again and as perfect as it ever will be. You are perfect because you are the redeemed of the Lord. And matter of fact, I've said this a lot of times that redemption is better than perfection because you got the upgrade. We've been upgraded in so many different ways. We are upgraded from the Old Testament into the New Testament, from the Old Covenant into the New Covenant, from the way things used to be in the Old um, Testament and the stories there. And the Bible clearly states that this is what John the this is what Jesus said about John the Baptist, that John the Baptist, his cousin, was the greatest prophet, the greatest man born of a woman in the Old Covenant. That was what John the Baptist was. He was greater than Moses and Elijah and Elisha and Abraham. He was the greatest. This is what Jesus said about John. Of all of the men, John the Baptist was the greatest, but he who is least in the kingdom is greater than he. Who have you become? What are the benefits of the new creation. And this is my topic today. We're on part five of the revelation of the new creation, this beautiful series that we're doing, part five. And the name of it is The Benefits of the New Creation. Say this right out loud. What are my benefits 
as royalty? What are my benefits as a new creation? What are my benefits as somebody that's been upgraded because of redemption? Redemption not only uh, redeemed you, he bought you back under threat. That's what redemption is. If you look it up in in the original um, Hebrew, as when, when you redeem, when you are redeeming something, when you, sorry, in the original Greek, when you're redeeming something or someone, it's under threat. You're saying you will give that back to me or else the whole weight of the eternal God will come down upon you. <laughs> That's what your redemption is. You are being uh, redeemed in your soul and your body will be redeemed. So your spirit is already redeemed. Your 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 soul is under redemption and your body shall be redeemed. And so 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So what it's all about right now is understanding and getting revelation knowledge of what you have, the resources that you have and what you have the capability of tapping into because at your conception, before you were ever recreated in Christ Jesus, because that would happen underneath a time that you understand what you're doing and you understand what Jesus did and you understand that you're a child of God, but then you became recreated in Christ Jesus and you became a co-heir with the creator of the universe. Wow. So where do we go from here? I just want to stop for just a quick second. Wasn't last week's uh, episode powerful? My God, when you find out what was paid for you so that you could be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, my God, my God, that was so powerful, and, and, and Jesus becoming sin. He, didn't, he just didn't take on sin. He just didn't pay for the price of sin. He paid for the price of sin. He took on sin by becoming sin. And, and, and him crying out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And he, he received eternal death on, when he gave up his ghost and was separated from God for three days. understanding that the payment that was paid is huge and now what did he pay for what were what was actually purchased for us on the cross and because of the resurrection now i want to start with some some old testament scriptures here and going into some new testament scriptures but so the topic is what are the benefits of 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 a new creation. What are my benefits as a new creation? So, uh, you know, there's a great scripture in Psalms chapter 103, uh, verses 1 through 18. I don't know if I'll read them all, but they're so good, I might just. But uh, our key scripture for this episode is actually found in Psalms 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and and forget not all his benefits. There are benefits. I mean, 
we don't get saved and we don't serve God because of benefits, but they are, he wants to bless you more than you want to be blessed. He wants to heal you more than you want to be healed. He wants to heal through you more than you want to be healed, more than you want your, your loved ones healed. He, he wants to prosper you more than you want to be prospered. So there are wonderful benefits of being a co-heir with Christ Jesus. This is this means you are a co-heir with the the king of the world, the, the one that is undefeated, a heavyweight champion of the multiverse. This is Jesus Christ, who you have become uh, one with by the spirit of the living God. Any that is... Uh, come into relationship with the Holy Spirit, has become one with that same Spirit. We have become one with the Creator. There are benefits, all the benefits in the Bible, and I'm going to get into that in a New Testament time, but are all yes and amen to them that believe. All you have to do is engage your faith. All you have to do is believe. We are anointed believers. So let's go back to Psalms. Chapter 103, here we go, uh, starting in verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And then our key scripture here, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Why does he say forget not all of his benefits? Because we live in this, in this circumstantial evidence realm, in this physical realm where things are screaming at us and we begin to forget who we are and who we have become as a new creation. And we got to remind ourselves, and I'm here today to remind you today to forget not all his benefits. So I'm going to get into some benefits here. Verse three says, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious and slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are as high above the earth, so the, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. My God, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. As the flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and, it, and in its place remembered no more. But the, the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to, ch to children's children, to such as keep his commandment, and to those who remember his commands to do them." These are some of the wonderful promises, the wonderful benefits that he takes our sins. You need to stop looking back. And, and I've been trying to uh, re-educate your mind and re replace um, 
doctrines of devils with doc with and with Jesus doctrine. Let's just put it that way: life doctrines, gospel doctrines, because the enemy is always trying to get you to focus on your past, your problem, your pain. It's time to take your focus off what you're going through. Stop looking at the situation and the circumstance. Stop looking at the mountain of bills. Stop looking at the mountain of sickness and disease. Stop looking at the, at the stronghold of infirmity. Stop looking. Stop facing your issues. You do not change your life by trying to change your life. You change your life by refocusing your gaze, and you need to refocus your gaze upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Like last week, I said to you, behold the Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. He who knew no sin became sin, that you could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have become a new creation, and you need to know that you can refocus your thoughts and your gaze, recalibrate your thoughts, and refocus by refocusing your gaze on the things that are above where your spirit is already ruling and reigning with. So he takes our transgressions, our past. Stop looking at your past life, self-image, problem, information, and take your focus and, and your gaze and, and understand the revelation of the new creation, and that is you. Hallelujah. Come on now. So I want us to look at, so here's another benefit, the huge benefit. And this is in the Old Testament. This is a benefit of just being created by God. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, before I go to Psalms chapter 8, verses 1 through 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11 says this, that God has put eternity in the hearts of man. God put eternity in your heart. Before you were born again, before you were recreated in Christ Jesus, he put his eternal life on the inside of every man. And it just needs one thing. It needs a revelation of the new creation. It needs a revelation of the, of the price that was paid. And it needs a revelation of the benefits. It needs a revelation of, of what Jesus did. And when we get a revelation of what Jesus did and he finished the work and he accomplished in the flesh the law and fulfilled the law in the flesh and paid the price for our salvation, our redemption, our resurrection, our new life, is when the accessibility to eternity is wide open. I'm going to say something that may, may be difficult for you to receive, but you need to hear what I'm saying. Say, I will hear what Barry and the Spirit of God are saying. I will not hear what the devil has trained me to hear in Jesus' mighty name. Religion is powerful, but it's deadly. You need to understand religion for the sake of doing things right is so deathly. 
It's a relationship you need. See, we preach to people in churches like they have the spirit of righteousness in them, like they have the Christ in them, that the accessibility has been has already been created and Holy Spirit came into them. We got to stop preaching to people like they're already born again if they're not born again because they can not do it. And that's how religion happens. That's, they begin to fo- follow forms and, and, and ideas and ideologies. And if I just you know, dot all my I's and cross all my T's and, and, and be nice and, 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 and be kind and, and, and try to have a strong will to stay away, away from bad things and, and choose better things. You can train your, yourself to do things and be honorable and all these things, but it, it actually begins to be death. Because you have become proud about what you have accomplished and you can say, I can do this without God. And I want to tell you, it is impossible to tap into the goodness that God has planned for you without bowing your knee to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and receiving his goodness that he paid for us. Amen. So there's a, there is a, That's a beautiful scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11, that he put eternity into the hearts of men. So here's what I'm going to say. And you're going to hear this properly in Jesus' mighty name. The whole world is saved. The whole world is sinless. And I'm having a, a moment that I call a pregnant pause. And how can I say that? Because Jesus abolished and destroyed sin and he went down into hell and took the keys of death, hell, and the grave and arose triumphantly crushing the enemy and destroying the enemy and stripping him of all authority that he thought he had. And he gave us authority over death, hell, and the grave. He has given to us freely. He purchased and then gave it to us. Everything the devil wanted, Jesus freely gave to us. The devil gave up everything to get what Jesus freely gave to us. That's another topic. But how can I say that everybody's sinless and everybody's saved? They, They just don't know it. Everything happens through revelation. He already has eternity in their hearts. All they need to know is have a revelation that Jesus paid the price that close, uh, opens the, the accessibility, but closes the gap. And that we are able now, because of the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus Christ, to have accessibility to royal decrees and royal resources and royal supply and royal treatment and royal favor. This is what a new creation is. Somebody that's become sinless, somebody that's become born again, somebody that understands the price that was paid. Somebody that is willingly laying down their life because they're, their life has been bought with a price. So you cannot be saved and and receive all the benefits until you believe. That's the only caveat. 
that's the only thing is that you have to believe what Jesus did. When you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth, this is how you get saved. It's just believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. I'm not saying just as in it's little, but I'm saying it's not difficult. And religion makes it difficult. You gotta, you gotta do something. You gotta beat yourself. You gotta, you gotta really follow these hard and fast and ridiculous rules of, of, of and, and try to, you know, make your way and be this person that is actually, you know, a self-made man and all this kind of nonsense. I want to tell you that is not what Christianity and a new creation is all about. That's not what royalty is all about. It's understanding the great favor that God poured out for us. And we can believe it. And when we believe it, we can receive it. Okay, so back to the benefits. Here, let's read this amazing scripture in Psalms chapter 8, verses 1 through 9. Um, Lord, our Lord, verse 1. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Who You have displayed your splendor above the heavens. From the mouth of infants and nurses, nursing babes, you have established strength because of your enemies to do away with the enemy and the vengeful. So he has ordained strength, but in another translation, it's actually praise. You have ordained praise. So that this is a, a, a different translation. So you have ordained praise because of your because of the enemies. Uh, praise. See, there's victory in your voice. There's there's deliverance in your declaration, and there's power in your praise. And and so you need to understand this is this is part of your 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 package and part of your benefits package as new creation is that you get you you have praise you, the ability to praise God actually destroys the enemy because you let God arise and his enemies are scattered he created praise and it's the simplicity it's that childlike faith of praise that is part of your warfare it's part this is what destroys the works of the evil ones i don't i'm, I'm not talking about praise and worship this this episode, so I'm going to move on. Verse 3 says, When I consider your heavens and the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. And then verse 4, and this is this 4, 5, and 6. Please pay a little extra attention here. What is man that you think of him, or you're mindful of him, and the son of man that you are concerned about him? Who is man that you think of him, and the son of man, that you pay attention, you're concerned about him. Verse 5 says, yet you have made him a little lower than God. A lot of translations have that angels. And it was like a, it was like a religious uh, spirit got in and an inferiority complex was, was trying to change the way it originally should have been written. And they put angels in and in. Uh, in one of the other translations, but it actually is the word for God, Elohim, which is the pluralization of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus is his name. You have made him a little lower than God, and you crowned him with glory and majesty. You have made him rule over the works of your hands, and you have put everything under his feet. Can you hear the word of the Lord today? 
all sheep and oxen and also the animals of the field, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea, where whatever passes through the paths of the sea, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Old Testament. This is, we have, oh my God, hear what I'm saying right now. There are too many preachers and I'm not trying to, I I don't want to waste time talking about specifics, but hear the word of the Lord. Too many preachers and too many writers have empowered the devil beyond who he is. He has, even in the Old Testament, He put authority into man's lives and he could rule and reign even back then. We, I I know the enemy had more leeway and I know the enemy was, 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 had some authority back then, but I'm telling you, he never had the level of authority that some preachers and and some writers and, and, and authors have, have presented, you know, the enemy's greatness. And there's actually books out there and novels out there about how big the demons are and how bad the demons are and the principalities. I want to tell you, Colossians 2, 11 through 15, the Bible says that Jesus Christ destroyed the works of the evil man, one, and stripped him of all of his authority. Stop believing the lies. Psalms chapter 139, verses 13 through 18. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was hidden from you when I was made in the secret. My frame was, sorry, was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them, if I should count them. Wow. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them, If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I will still, I am still with you. I'm telling you a couple more benefits here that you need to understand is your authority that's been given to you. And this is even in the old covenant, in the old Testament. And when you were, Jeremiah chapter one, verse five says this, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb and I sanctified you before you were born. How did God know you? He knew your, he knew your inward parts. He knew you before you were formed. How did he know you? Because you were in the heart of the father, but you have a specific frequency. There is something differentiating you from every other being on the planet earth or in heaven. You have a frequency. You have a sound. You have a voice. You you have this thing about you that is identifiable toward against anyone else in the universe or multiverse or heaven or on the earth. You are known by God by your beautiful, symphonic, 
harmonic frequency. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, he set your days. I have a book called Wake Up Into Your Dream, you know, named, the, the, the podcast is named after this book, and I go through it. And, and, I, and, I, and I lay it out on how God had a dream and he, he fashioned your days in which you should live and he created uh, pathways in which you could walk upon and he, he put good things along there and he, he prepared all these things and all you have to do is believe and receive and walk in faith and raw obedience and you will tap into these amazing opportunities and benefits that God has given to you. Oh my word, so powerful. And, and you know, even go back to Genesis chapter one, verses 26 to 23, it says, uh, verse 26 of Genesis chapter one says, then God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image and in the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every, every living thing that moves on the earth. We need to make the kingdoms of this world the kingdoms of our God. He told us to go forth, be fruitful, multiply, and, and take dominion, and he never rescinded. He has given us authority in Christ Jesus. And I'm just going to touch on this, and I'm going to have to come back because we're 29 minutes in, but I'm going to touch on this. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, born again, born from above, born from heaven, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us to take, taking paths which he prearranged, prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. That's the AMPC translation, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, AMPC translation. Go over this scripture, and I will come back to you next week, and we're going to take off and, and do a part B of the benefits of the new creation. My God, that God, I'll say it this way, painstakingly, with great diligence and long suffering and patience and kindness and goodness and an agape love created your divinely designed dream that you can tap into. This is what you have as a new creation. And these are some of the benefits and I'm gonna get into more of the benefits of what it is what do we get of what was purchased for us because of the love of the Father and the love of Jesus Christ? Amen. I bless you guys. Have a great week. Uh, go to my website. If you're enjoying this, I'm, I'm, I want to challenge you. 
to, to uh, sow a seed, go to my website. Uh, you can sow it right into uh, our ministry. Uh, it doesn't go into, well, it goes right into my ministry account, which I don't have access to. <laughs> but my board member, my board does, my treasurer does. But it goes into that, and we are using it so that I can go into the poorest areas and bring life, so that I can produce podcasts, so that I can take time and study the Word of God, so I can have something to give to show myself approved. And and I, I, I need some people to come alongside us in this season. So go to my website, and you give by PayPal there. Uh, but thank you for believing in us. I'm hearing so many amazing testimonies of people that are actually, I had two ladies, you know, come to me, um, on Saturday when I was ministering uh, on a native territory, an Algonquin territory near Ottawa, Ontario. And they said to me, you don't know what your podcast has done for me. They, it actually saved our lives and they began to thank me. So, uh, thank you for adding your faith. Please pray for Tammy and I and, and our children as we are endeavoring to be uh, everything that God called us to be and live out his dream. So go to barrymiracle.ca or wakeupintoyourdream.com and maybe write a review on your podcast carrier. Um, maybe you can write me an email. Let me know topics. Let me know what God's doing for your life. But until next week, very much Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.